It's time for the Rich Life Retirement Show, brought to you by retirement professional and Wall Street Journal best-selling author, Bo Henderson. This is the one place committed to helping you navigate all aspects of a successful, meaningful, and fulfilling retirement. Let's get started. Here's Bo Henderson and Bill Maine. Hey, it's Bill Maine with you. Yes, indeed. Guilty as charged. And Bo Henderson here as well. Hey, Bo, how you doing? Good, Bill. Good to be here. And now today's show, we're going to be talking about the importance of the statement, the math will show the path, which I've heard you say several times, when it comes to your retirement plan. And if you won the lottery, would you keep it all for yourself or would you share it with a friend? But first, wanted to check in with the retirement resource, Bo Henderson, and find out what's going on new with Rich Life these days. So what's new this week? I'm really excited to to let listeners know that we moved our location. We've been on, for over a decade, I've been on the square on Bradford Street in downtown Gainesville. Oh yeah, every time I go downtown to eat dinner, I'd see you right across the street. See the sign. Yeah, I sure did. We just, as the team grew, we need a little more space. And I'll tell you, I think a lot of people can relate with this. We need a little better parking. (laughs) <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm excited. We moved across the street to 351 Jesse Jewel Parkway. And for those of you familiar with the United Community Bank building, oh, okay. right there at Wild Wings, right, sure. we're going to be the third floor on the United Community Bank building now. Hey, congratulations. I'm Fantastic. excited. Yeah, so you come got by. a room with a view. That's got a view of downtown. Come by, say, hey, check it out. All right. And now if folks, uh, of course, want to see you, they can see you not only at the office, they can also see you online, but also you have events coming on from time to time. Anything on the calendar for, for this month? Yeah, in this in this weird 2020 world, we actually do have some events, live events coming up. And, you know, at Rich Life Advisors, that's kind of our main thing in the community is education. Right. Kind of like what we sure. do here. If we yeah. can share, teach, give good ideas. So we do. We're going to go all the way down to Buford Community Center August 18th and 20th at 6.30 p.m. So if that's something you're interested in, you can let us know. And we'll be back up here at North Hall Community Center. Tuesday, the uh, September 8th, Thursday, September 10th, and Saturday morning, September 12th. So if any of those dates work, you can go to richlifeadvisors.com, and you'll see the events, and you can let us know when we can get you registered for that. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Now, quickly, before we dive into this, just to kind of set things up, a quick reminder to listeners what Rich Life Retirement, the show, is all about. Right. Why are we doing this? Right? Good question. Uh, you know, I've done this now going on two decades, and in the retirement planning world, it we get into this transition to where we're transitioning from working life to retirement life. Mm-hmm. It's a different set of rules, and it can be very complicated. And unfortunately, dealing with a consumer, as long as I have, I've seen there's a lot of misinformation, bad information, um, information from brother-in-laws, neighbors, and coworkers, right? That, that sometimes <laughs> all of the above. Yeah. And what I want to do with, with Rich Life Retirement is just bring up good information with the goal of somebody can listen to it and say, okay, here's some facts. And if it applies to me or my family, it might give me some ideas to research further, to look into further, to answer that question that comes up all the time is, what if there's a better way? What if there's a little bit better way for me to do this and attack this and get a better result? And Bill, I've been doing this long enough now to tell you, sometimes that better result's $40,000, $60,000, $200,000 of of money you and your family could spend just by knowing rules. Right. There you go. And of course, that's what you folks do there. You are the retirement resource, and we're going to dump, dump, jump into your resources right now, if okay. you don't mind. The question I'm going to start with is, is one that a lot of people are asking right now from an economic standpoint, just how bad has the pandemic been for our economy? Now, it, this might put it in perspective for folks. At the very peak of the 2008 financial crisis, our gross domestic product, or GDP, if you like, fell by nearly 8.5%. That's pretty bad. But in the second quarter of this year, our GDP fell by nearly 33%. Right. And pick your jaw off the floor on that one, right? But uh, that's the worst drop on record. So 
let us know, do we just give up now, or do you think it's going to get better? I mean, because I hate to say it, but could it get any worse? Just pack it in, head for the bunker, <laughs> store up on canned goods. Exactly. No, I think, oh, well, let's let's do context. I think, con- so gross domestic product is the total monetary or market value of goods and services in a country at any given time. Okay. And it's been used as a measure of economic health. And that's why it's referring to that. So, yeah, it's it's been a bad report this year. Mm-hmm. But I think the the whole point of us discussing this is we want to be aware. We don't want to be in the dark about what's happening in the macro picture, the big picture of the economy. But we also want to make sure in the micro sense, am I doing everything I can control for my picture, my economy, mm-hmm. my family economy? Because a lot of times it's easy to get distracted by all the stuff out there outside of our control. And I find that the thing we want to do is make sure – Am I doing everything I possibly can do that I can control? And when you do that, you're doing the best you can. Well, I think you have to also keep in perspective, and, and you point to this in a in a small way, but in, in a just larger life issue. You know, control the things you can control and just don't worry about the rest because you can't do anything about it anyway. That's right. And it's much more likely to, if, if it gets a hold of you emotionally, to, to cause you to make a bad decision sure. on the things you can control. Sure. And you know what this all leads to, Right. Controlling the things you can control? I'm thinking strategy. It's strategy. It's the yes. magic. Well, we got to get a bell in here, Bill. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, so it really, this is a call to action. There's bad news everywhere. Um, a lot of stuff going on right now is, do I have a strategy? And if the answer is no, or it's not quite what I think it should be, or I think it could be better, that's what we do at Rich Life Advisors. Okay. Now, one of the things in building that strategy and talking about these things is there's so much that goes on out there. You mentioned this earlier as well. Misinformation. Hello, Miss. Misinformation. When she comes into your life, things don't go so well. So let's talk about some of the myths of retirement. Forbes says one of the most common ones is that we'll be in a lower tax bracket when we quit working. Now, that seems to make sense. Why would it not be true? Yeah, logically, and, and when I first came into this industry, I was told by the company I worked with, that was how you presented the, the saving more for retirement. It's, hey, you're going to be working at a higher tax bracket. You'll take it at a lower tax bracket as an incentive to get you to invest more. Sure. The reality, what happens is um, there's a gap. A lot of times it will happen, and I think logically it makes sense. Well, when my paycheck stops, I should be paying less taxes, right? And sometimes early in retirement, you will see a little bit of a drop in taxes, but when pensions may be coming on, Social Security, you're at 72 now, you're, you're forced to take required minimum mm-hmm. distributions, all those things drive income up. So it's not uncommon, Bill, once you get see people in their 70s, early 70s, they're at a high or higher tax bracket than they were working because of all those sources of income. Now, one thing, that's assuming taxes don't go up. That's a whole other layer that we have oh, to worry about. Now, don't don't assume that because you know <laughs> what they say about assuming. And in that case, it really would be the end result because you and I both know they don't go down. Right. Well, it's almost certain. I'm concerned after this the 2026 uh, Trump tax reform sunsets that we're going to see them start going up. Mm, mm, don't want to hear that. Could we could we rewind that? That's right. Bit? It would be nice if we could. Now, you know, we're Bo Henderson's with us. He's our retirement resource from Rich Life, of course, Rich Life Advisors. And this is the Rich Life Retirement Show. And glad to be along with you, Bill Main, hanging out with Bo and getting some questions answered. Now, clearing up that myth, let's uh, let's talk about do you have enough to fund a comfortable retirement? And I think sometimes folks don't really understand or take the time to define what do I think of as a comfortable retirement? And we're going to tell you what happened to a couple of middle-class fishing buddies <laughs> after one of them became an overnight millionaire. All right. Rich Life Retirement Show, here we go. You ready for this? Let's do it. All right. 
Well, you have enough money to fund your comfortable retirement. Two-thirds of those surveyed by the Employment Benefit Research Institute believe they will. I'm curious, are a lot of them just guessing or do they really know? Because I think I know what the answer is. Yeah, the, the surveys are interesting. It depends on which survey you're referencing is uh, what percentage uh, says they're, they're confident, what's not. But this was interesting. Two-thirds of this Employee Benefit Research Institute survey said, I'm confident I'll have enough. My question as kind of a number guy is, what are you basing that on? Right. Really? Did yeah. you did you model that? Did you did you plan that out in the future? And I think there's a couple of important things. And I and I can tell you this, Bill. I've seen this a few times. Somebody gets to retirement, say, with a nice size four hundred one k, and it just sounds like a nice big number. And they just start retirement, start drawing on it with, hey, that number should last. But that's as much data that went into that. It wasn't actually okay. What if you pull it down this percent with this much inflation? And then you find out it, it runs out about 15 years before you do, and it becomes a problem. Oh, no, no. Well, and that's the thing. Now, now, answer me this question, though, about a retirement fund, if it's a 401k or whatever it might be. Uh, when you start pulling out of it and mm-hmm. you decide how much, are you in control of how much you take out? Yes. Okay, so it can be a little or a lot. Right. Okay, the other part of that is, is it not also trying to grow itself on what's still in there in principle? Yes, well... It, so, so in other words, you may be taking out two cups, but maybe one cup is being poured back in. Right. You're trying to probably grow a percentage of your assets. There's another percentage that would be a little more secure that we're counting on our paycheck from. Mm-hmm. And and, and, the, and this is the question we talked about earlier. You hinted at it. It's the math will show the path. Right. We need to look at this. We need to play this out. And another phrase uh, we've used for a lot of years is called re- results in advanced planning. And it means before you just guess, should I do this or that or this or just start is... Let's let's play it out and see what actually happens if you do that or if you do this. That's the modeling, right? The results yeah, in yeah. advance plans mm-hmm. modeling. And then let's make a decision. Let's test it out on paper on, on a model instead of our real life because you don't want to be that 15 years too soon running out of money. Is that formula the same for everybody? I mean, do you have like just here's an A squared plus B squared equals C squared thing? Everybody's got different variables. So we got to get as much clarity around the variables of, you know, your income, your expenses, any other sources, you know, pensions your amount of savings, uh, all of those things are variables that are going to have different outcomes. So we got to have clarity around that. But again, the numbers will show the path. And when we look at, um, hey, here's if I did this scenario versus that scenario versus this other scenario, the reason I say the math will show the path, one kind of lights up. It's kind of like a path. Okay, yeah. this path is going to make the most sense for my situation specifically. So there's right. not really a rule of thumb. But it's something I would think that you maybe you've retired for a year, you want to go back and take a look at it because I can't tell you Mm-hmm. what my expenses are going to be in retirement. I know what they are now, almost down to, well, at least a handful of dollars anyway. I mean, right. close enough. Right. But I can't tell you what it's going to be like when I retire. That, that to me, would be the hardest part. The income part, probably a little easier to figure. Is well, that right? No, that's. I'm glad you brought that up, Bill, because this is, this is kind of what I've learned is the way to attack that, is we come up with the best number we can before retirement. And then I say, you know what? We built flexibility into this scenario because I know for the first six months to a year, we're really dialing in. What does it really look like? Right. What's the real expenses? And it gives people a little bit of flexibility to make that decision as opposed to, hey, I hope I don't I don't guess wrong and it's too rigid. Yeah. And, of course, you can't plan on, and I hate to bring this up, but let's face it, it's re- real. Especially right. when you get into your, your 70s or what have you. And in these days, folks live at 80, 90. But when you get on up there, you don't know from a physical health standpoint, when something might happen, a fall or maybe, uh, God forbid, some sort of disease that you contract. Right. And and life will throw us curveballs. Yeah. So it's 
that's the, that's one of the pieces too we've got to pay attention to is if a plan is too rigid it's bound to fail because we're humans and we're dealing with life so yeah. we're going to have some curveballs and we have to have flexibility built in yeah humans boy <laughs> pesky pesky okay i got one for you i love this i love okay. this i love this back in 1992 a couple of fishing buddies tom cook and joseph feeney joked that if either one of them won the lottery They'd share the jackpot with the other. Now, it's nearly 30 (laughs) years later. Tom won, and guess what he did? He indeed called Joseph, told him that both of them are now millionaires. The longtime friends took the $22 million prize as a lump sum, which means uh, it came out to about $6 million each, which still is not a bad chunk of change. not a bad day. Yeah, I wouldn't turn it down. Now, do you ever dream about what you'd do if you got that big cash prize? And I know people out there do all the time, but I wonder how many of them think through to make sure that it would last. Yeah, well, there's a couple of things I want to tackle with that whole story. That that blows my mind. First, I want a friend like that. That's right. Well, We're I was going to say, say, we've known each other a long time, Bill. So if, so if we won, are you up for this handshake deal? I think I can do it. Sure. I got, I'm, I'm sharing. Okay. I'm sharing it all because I know if anybody could make it last a long time, it'd be you. There you go. I would, I would do free strategy. How <laughs> oh, about that? Thank you. Model but, it for me. And then the other thing I love about this is I remember a day, and my dad, uh, there was deals like that. There was deals done on a handshake, and, oh, yeah. you, and you could count on it, and it was I, real, I, and I, word was I had, a per, I had a personal banker we banked that way. I'd call him. I need buying a used car. I need $6,000. What do I do? He goes, just go buy it. We'll talk about it on Wednesday. Come in. Right. And that's the way we did it. Well, and, and to that question, this is kind of something I've been saying for years now is what makes your life rich? What would you do if you had enough money to maybe fund your lifestyle without having to work or go mm-hmm. into to a job? Um, for me, it's interesting. I would keep doing this. I would keep broadcasting. I'd keep teaching what I do, but I might not. Uh, I might travel more. I might right. do it from the beach sure. somewhere. Sure, you yeah. might have another home somewhere else. Sure. We could find a codex or something. We could do this virtually. We right? can. I can make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think I think it'd be travel more and really, really lean more on that relationships and experiences side of life. If mm-hmm. you have a little yeah. more financial freedom, I think that's sure. what it's all about. Uh, what about you? Any any plans? I would I would stay engaged in something. I would love to be able to continue to do a show. Mm-hmm. So I, well, you and I could continue to do this. I'd love to continue to do a show, but like you, I'd like to be able to travel more. I'd like to have more time to write. And I'd like to be, uh, I think I'd, I'd set up some sort of a trust or foundation and get involved in some charitable mm-hmm. work and be able to, to feel like <clears throat> I enjoy doing the radio. Right. But to actually be able to have hands-on on something like that. I know a lot of people tell me, oh, we love your show. You help us out. And I appreciate that. But I think for me, I'd, I'd probably uh, be setting up some way to give a lot of it away. But I tell you, <clears throat> I'd still have a nice boat. I was going. You know what? I was going to say <laughs> you're going to upgrade the boat. That was the my boat first thought. Would be upgraded. <laughs> uh, it would be upgraded. So that's fascinating. So I think that's just a good question to think about. Uh, what would we do if we had a big influx of money? And is there things we could be doing anyway today to kind of maybe move towards that? You know, let's let's pretend every day when we get our paycheck, we've got a big influx of money, right? And plan on what we're going to do to make that last, or how it can best be used. And, uh, you know, I think making sure you've got enough to retire on is is a very important thing to do with it. Uh, and, you know, with this retirement conversation that I've been having for, for so long, that's what it comes down to, Bill. It, it When we get down to it, it's not this amount of money in the bank. Yes, we want to be comfortable. Yes, we want to not be stressed about money. But it always comes back to, hey, I would like to spend time with these people I care about. I would like to maybe start a business, a goal, something I'd love to do. Or I'd like to create experiences that mean a lot. You know, that's what it's about. I agree with you. I, and, and, you know, I would love to be able to be the guy that, that starts the business, 
or helps someone start a business to be a uh, a business starter, an incubator, so to speak, mm-hmm. or something like that. Because I love, 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 love entrepreneurship. Right. And I, I'll be honest with you, I wish I had more of it in me. I know that's not quite my gene, but I appreciate it and would love to be able to uh, encourage it in other people. I think it, it would be It great. could be the next phase. You, you'd be amazed at the amount of people I see retiring from, from a career and starting a business. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, it's... And you got to think about what you're going to do. Just because you had all the money in the world, so to speak, and... You, you, I think you have to have purpose in your life. Just being rich and idly sitting around, I, I could do it for a day or two. I mean, I love it when I go to the beach and do that. But even then, you get a lancey. You want to go do things. You want to be part of something. I think I think being productive, and you probably see this with some folks who probably retire very well. And, you know, six months later, they're miserable for whatever reason, even though everything they need is there. Right. It, it's so, it goes so far beyond the money. We spend a lot of time talking about the money, the Social Security. The, we want to get all those right. Mm-hmm. We want to, we want to do important. that the best it, we can. It determines the rest of that to a certain degree. But I can tell you this. I have seen many people with plenty of money that are dealing with depression, dealing with alcoholism, dealing with divorce, because mm-hmm. other things happen. There's a dark side of retirement that we want to have those conversations up front and that be part of your strategy. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, and I don't, I've just seen other people, I can tell you from the divorce side of it, mm-hmm. you won't have a lot of money when that's over. So you want to be right. careful. That's right. That's going to, that's going to cut your retirement in half. <laughs> Rich Life Retirement is the show. Bo Henderson's here, Bill Main hanging out with him and spending time with you as well. And you know, Bo, I love this here. Uh, a new survey suggesting we could all use a little cheering up. That's an understatement. There we go. Uh, listen to this from the AP. Can you cheer us up a little bit? Have you seen or heard any happy stories from the office lately? They've been asking about that. So I'm asking you that same question. They've asked people to share those stories. And we try to do that on the air on our program, Mornings on Main Street. But I know that you have to run up on some really heartwarming stories and what you do helping people. And that's really, to me, for it to be a long-term career, that's it. It's seeing the other side. When somebody hits a goal or when somebody um, has a better result as us from, from me and our team being a part of it, uh, one of my favorite stories that happened recently and from one of the workshops, it was a so- social security uh, skill um, optimization workshop. Uh, we were talking about survivor benefits or widow benefits in particular. Right. And there was a, there was a local lady there, 63 years old, uh, worked a very manual job, making about $1,500 a month, really kind of struggling, getting by. Mm-hmm. And we got to the point about the survivor benefit and her spouse, her husband, he passed away 20 years ago. And when she called the Social Security Administration at that time and said, hey, is there any kind of a widow benefit? They told her no. Now, the problem with that, that's that partial information. You can't claim a benefit for a, a widow benefit until you're 60 years old. So she was 43. So they oh. said, no, that was correct. So so no at your age, but they didn't say at your age. And she just locked that in. And I missed out. Forever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she called me uh, two days after the workshop, after we kind of explained the rules and went through it. And she was crying. And and she said, Bo, I just found out next month they're starting a $2,500 a month benefit on my husband's benefit. Oh, wow. So that almost tripled her income. That is that is a real game changer. What a great story. Yeah, and then yeah, and then what was really meant a lot to me is she said, you know, if I didn't answer that, that Facebook um, post, if I didn't come out to the – we were at the incubator over at Bernal, yeah. over mm-hmm. the Featherbone. Yeah, great place. And um, she said, if I didn't come out, I probably would have gone the rest of my life without having that income. That makes my life a little more – Easy and doable. I know? would say it made a lot more for her. It right. certainly would. Let me, and I know that you're not necessarily involved in this, or maybe you are. I don't know if you're part of a, a group that lobbies or, or tries to get some influence in on legislation, but is there any way, or do you think there will be at any time that they boil this down when it comes to Social Security 
There's so many different ways. You told me like what five hundred ways or something? Five hundred over five hundred. Yeah. Are they going to boil it down to make it simpler, or does it need to be that many ways because of so many situations? I mean, because it's so complex. You know, I, I'm not betting on government making anything simpler. Right? Well, you know, I'm hopeful, but you remember we talked we talked last week about the the 500 and something million dollars that weren't being claimed. Yeah, you know, just sitting there. I don't think they're going to change things to to create more benefit for more people or make it easier. Right. I think that's part of it. I think it's kind of. Yeah, if you and that's why I think it's back. It's our responsibility. I need to figure out the rules. I need to raise my retirement IQ. Um, that's why. That's why we're here to give a resource to to give better information. And uh, because again, I, I say this all the time, and we laugh about it, but it's true. Government's not going to call you and say, "Guess what? You've got more money that I would love to send you." You're going to have to find that. You're going to have to find where it's missing. Yeah, congratulations. Right, right, and you're going to have to. You're going to have to do that. So I think that's the big call to action. I say. This is my money. This is my life savings. This is my retirement. This is my happiness. This is my family. It's up to me to be the best steward and do the best I possibly can with that. When I look at the statement that Social Security sends me periodically, Mm -hmm. and I know that it's on a schedule of some sort. I don't know how often they send it. But I get that, and it tells me it projects what they're going to pay me. Mm -hmm. How close to gospel is that? How much should I rely on that being accurate? It's very close. That statement's very close. So what, how that's determined, it's called your primary insurance amount, PIA. Okay. So next cocktail party you're at, Bill, <laughs> go over by the, by the cheese tray and say, hey, I wanna, you want to talk about your primary insurance amount? So, so that's that number you see on your statement. That's your full retirement age, and it, it's determined by your 35 highest years of earnings. Okay. Up to. You have to have at right. least 10 years, but up to 35. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be very close. That formula is a very complex calculation. I'll I'll actually do a workshop. I'll throw it up on a screen. It takes up a whole screen and say, if you want to do it on your own, I, I got pass. this snapshot for that's you. That's no pass. That's why you're here. Right. So so that's, so the formula is pretty good. And then we've talked about this before. For that group, say 50 plus, we should be able to plan and model based on Social Security as we know it today because the can does continue to get kicked down the road. Like we've seen it go from full retirement age of 65 for everybody all the way up to 67 for people born 1960 or later now. Okay. So we'll see incremental changes, but it's really our kids and, and maybe their kids that we're going to say, hey, you're going to have to save. You're going to prep a little different than we did because the, it can't last forever like it is. You know, my daughter told me a couple of, uh, I guess last year or whatever it was, and we were talking sort of about this, and she said, I don't ever expect to see it. Right. So she's she's just I just I'm just never going to see it. So, you know, it's that's kind of a, a dark view, but it's I think it's a realistic view for them. Unfortunately, it's not a bad plan, though, because, right, it's if it's there, it's bonus. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah. Gravy. I love gravy. Yeah. yeah. Especially, especially with potatoes. But uh, before we get out of here, we're almost out of time. Got about a, about a minute and a half here. And we want to make sure we make good on our promise for some giveaways. Now, you, you've decided to come up with something a little different. We gave away a book last week. But you've taken that a little bit a step further. Yeah, I want to take it a step further. From the calls we had last week, what I realized is everybody had different questions and had different scenarios going on. And we do have nine books, and I use a couple of books that aren't mine as as resources. So I'm going to call it a retirement success pack. So give us a call at 770-249-7424. That's 770-249-RICH. Or go to richlifeadvisors.com. And if you can scroll down and just put WDUN on the comment form there, and I'll know that that means you want a book or you called in to get a book. And what I mean by the retirement success pack, say you're going through a divorce. We actually have a book about retirement and divorce. If your specific questions are about Social Security, you'll probably get customized Social Security. So we'll kind of customize a package based, just put retirement book WDUN or something to that effect on the comments at richlifeadvisors.com. 
And if it's easier to call, just leave a message, WDUN book winner, something like that, at 770-249-7424, and we'll make sure we get you the resources you need. All right, and speaking of getting the resources you need, we hope that you'll take advantage of this because this is fantastic. But uh, make sure you get the resources you need, live events coming up with Bo in the future, and you can check that out and get full details again at the website. Rich Life Retirement is the show. We appreciate you being with us. Our, our, our retirement resource, Bo Henderson, has been with us today. Again, Bo, looking forward to getting back together again next week. Be well and enjoy your week. Have fun. See you next week. If you have specific retirement questions or would like to know more about Rich Life Advisors, go to richlifeadvisors.com or call 770-249-7424. That's 770-249-RICH. Rich Life Advisors, LLC, provides investment advisory services through Formula Folios. Bo Henderson is a licensed insurance agent in Georgia.